Welcome back to Mishnah Yomi. Today we're moving right along. Mesechtas Peya Perik Hey Mishnah Hey and Mishnah Vav Hamachlif Im Haaniim Bishalol Potter Ubishalaniim Chayev. You have a owner of a field who takes what is his and he gives to the ani, and the ani gives what is his to the owner of the field, as in they switch their produce. So as we know, the leket shichan Peya, there's no obligation, or one is not even allowed. One does not take tithes meiser from them. What's happening here is. The Ani now takes possession of the owner's produce, which one is obligated to take tithes from, and the owner takes possession of the honeys, which one, the, which he is not obligated to take produce from. You might think it's a din, it's all about who's in possession, and the Ani never has to take my, trumas and maestros. Answers the Mishnah, no, it's about the actual produce. The produce, that's leket, one does not take trumas and maestros from, whether it's in the hands of the Ani, or it's in the possession, in this case, because he switched it, of the owner. Next is as follows. There's a din that Mishnah Pasik tells us in Vayikra Parak Yutes, Pasik Vav. We leave the leket, la'ani, lager ta'azavasam, to the ani and the poor person. And the, excuse me, and the and the convert. The Gemara makes a drasha, lo silake la'ani. You should not you should not harvest la'ani. It's for the ani, but also to learn all, out that. The Ani himself is not allowed to take it. Meaning, an Ani is allowed to take Leket, but an Ani cannot take Leket from his own field. And by extension of that, neither Peyet or Shecha as well. There's a prohibition for the Ani, for a person to take from his own field. And we, This is something we discussed a few days ago, but it extends to this as well, that a poor person is allowed to take Leket, Shecha, and Peyet, and all the Matnos Ani, and they are left aside for them, but they're not allowed to take it from their own field. They're not allowed to take it from their own field. So what happens here is as follows. Shnayim arisus. You have two people who take a field, who take possession of a field as sharecroppers. Meaning, myself and Shmerel, our friend from yesterday, this is before he became wealthy, myself and Shmerel divide a field down the middle. I'm a sharecropper on half, and he's a sharecropper on the other half. Zen nosn ani, vizen nosn ani. So I can give my chalik of meiser to him. I could say, oh, because essentially I'm a sharecropper only on my half and not in his half, therefore I'm allowed to take the, the peya, the leket, the meiser from his half, and he's allowed to take it from my half. So although I'm not allowed to take it from my own field, even though I am an ani, I can take it from his field, even though it's the same field, but because we're sharecroppers, we look at that as a halachic division. Hamakavel sadlakotzer. Moreover, or similarly, in a scenario where a person does not own a field, but he's hired just to harvest the field. So if an a poor person, is hired to harvest the field, he cannot take leket He's not allowed to take it from. And why is that? Because as we noted earlier, when is the shashchiyah, when is the obligation of leket shechampeya kick in? When the katsira happens at the cutting, at the moment that he cut it, he's considered, quote-unquote, the owner of the field because that's his job, just to harvest it, and therefore he's not allowed to take it from that field. Omer Rabbi Yehuda, Amosai, when is this true? When do we look at a sharecropper as if he owns the field and therefore he cannot take leket shechampeya from his field? Bizman shekibel mimenu lemechse ulishlish ulereviyah. When the owner says to the sharecropper, hey, Mr. Sharecropper, you're getting a half, a third, or a quarter of this field, and that's going to be your, your part of the field. Avam Omerlo, no, it's not that I'm giving you a third, a half, or a quarter of the field. Rather, Omerlo, shlish mashat akotze shalach, mutter If he says, rather than dividing the field into thirds and quarters and halves, he says, 
whatever the bounty is, the ultimate bounty, the ultimate harvest, you're going to get a third of that. You're going to get a half of what you ultimately harvest. So then he's allowed to get Leke and Shecha and Peya. And why is that? Because all those, at the moment that he harvested, he didn't own those. He didn't own any of it. He didn't own anything until the final the finishing of the harvest. And that's when he he decides, and that's when they divide what he gets. But beforehand, he's still working for someone else, and therefore he can get like a Shechampeya. However, he's also for Meister Ani. He cannot get Meister Ani. And why is that? Why is he not allowed to get Meister Ani? Because Meister Ani, the obligation for that kicks in, Bishas Gemara Malacha, when everything is complete, when everything is in that pile. And at that moment, that's when he actually is supposed to divide and take his fair share, and then that's also when the Meiser Ani kicks in, and that would be as if, now, we look at he's taking Meiser from his own produce, and that is not allowed, as we mentioned earlier. So, this Mishnah deals with two topics. Topic number one is that, the Mishnah tells us that the the um, dispensation, if you will, of not having to take Trumas and Meisros from Leket Shechem or Meiser from uh, Leket Shechem that is only that is on the fruit, not on the individual, and therefore, so long as the fruit is in the hands of the poor person, he does not need to take trumas and maestros from it. But once he gives it over to the wealthy person and he exchanges it for the wealthy person's produce, then he must take trumas and maestros from. In part number two of this Mishnah, dealt with the concept that an ani is allowed to take like a chicken pay that they're for him, but he can't take it from his own field, and therefore, and therefore, the Mishnah goes through various scenarios where we look at not at the ani as if he owns the field, even if he doesn't actually own the ground, such as if he's a sharecropper. And what does it mean to be a sharecropper? So we know that it means you own, you are given a quarter of the actual field to work at, and then you are a sharecropper where you cannot take the like a chicken pay of bisman kotzir. However, if you are told no, the sharecropper obligation or the contract means that you get a third of the final yield of the field, so then you're allowed to take the Lekat Shechempeya because at the moment that you were chayyipped and obligated to take Lekat Shechempeya, you did not own the field because that was way earlier, but you're also Remeiser Ani. Mishnah Bav. Hamokher Sadeu, Hamokher Mutter Velokeach Aser. Let's say a poor person sells his field. So we're dealing again in the same vein as we in the previous Mishnah talking about in Ani, not allowed to take Meiser and Trumas from his own field. Excuse me, now I'll take the port, now I'll take the peya, the truma, the, I'm sorry. Now I'll take the peya, the lek, and the shechacha from his own field. So in this scenario, a person sells a field full of grain, hamocher mutter lokeach aser. So this person is a poor person, they sell their field full of grain, they're still considered poor, they're under the threshold of what's considered a someone who has money, and therefore they're allowed to now take the peya, the shechacha, and the leket once the field is harvested, because at the moment that he sold the field, it wasn't, there was no obligation to take the Lekha Shechapeya because he hadn't cut it yet. But Lokech, and the person who harvests it, even if he's a poor person himself, is not allowed to take it because, again, the Shas Chiyav, the time of Kotzer, he already had possession of this field. A person cannot say, I am going to hire you, Mr. Worker, on the condition that when you, if there's any Leket, that goes to my son. On, similarly, a person who does not allow a neem to collect leket. Now, what it means that he does not allow a neem to collect leket is it's not he actually prevents them from coming into this field and does not give them the leket because that's a prohibition of the Torah. Rather, he makes it complicated. As we noted earlier, there were certain set times that where everyone knew there was open open field, a person come in, and he plays around with the times. He makes it complicated. Or he tells one ani, you can come in, another one you cannot come in. Or he helps one ani more than the others. 
How is it gozel es haaniyim? It's considered as if he stole from the aniyim because he's supposed to leave this leket open to everyone, and he made it complicated and hard for he made it hard for the aniyim to get it. Either because he made sure his son walked after the owners and quickly uh, the, the the harvesters and quickly picked up, or because he made it complicated for everyone to come in. Al zenomer al gvul olim, and that's where they say, quoting a pasuk in Mishlei, do not remove the landmark from those who come up. Do not make it complicated and difficult for those to collect their leket. Everyone should have a wonderful day.